Hey everyone, it's Sam, aka Miss Silk, and I'm so excited to introduce Silk the Podcast to you all. I know that when a lot of you read the poems, you guys, you know, read it from your own perspective, but also read it from my voice and maybe how I intend for it to sound. Um, But I just wanted to provide the actual silk experience i want to read these poems to you give y'all some insight on how i was feeling when i wrote them um, and how i feel now because a lot of these poems that i wrote was from 18 to 25 and i turned 26 pretty soon so reflecting on these moments and these memories and experiences is just it feels like a lifetime ago even though it really wasn't that long ago so yeah thank you guys for joining me feel free to give me some feedback i have some surprises later on in the season um this is a limited series so i'm not too sure if it's gonna be an ongoing thing i guess we'll we'll see and we'll figure out together but i just wanted to start out with thanking everyone that has purchased a copy, read a poem, shared a post, like sent me a DM. All of y'all have had a hand in the Silk brand and what has kept me going. So I thank you all. But let's get into the book. So for those of you that know, Silk is very lavender. The reason for that is um, a lot of people ask me too why I chose Silk. And when I chose my Instagram name, I chose lavender silk because I was like, lavender is a beautiful color and silk and hella smooth. You know, bitches are hella smooth. So I just, you know. But a lot of people started to call me lavender silk, which was kind of weird. And, and so I was trying to figure out how to incorporate that into my writing instead of being identified as that. And so I went with the name Miss Silk and... Yeah, I see a lot of poets do that too. They implement like the their first pen name into their book. So essentially that's what I did. Okay, so if you open it to the first page, it just says silk. The next page, it's a quote from Nipsey Hussle. The quote says, the highest human act is to inspire. Next page, thank you for inspiring me. Another thing I want y'all to know is that this book would not have been possible if someone didn't ask me for like a collection of my poems so i'm just when i say thank y'all for inspiring me i truly truly mean it so this is the beginning healing happiness is a journey not a destination a constant sail that never stops and is ever changing Pain. Pain is the cargo, the trials and tribulations. Love. Love acts as currents of wind and water. Self-love is the ship itself. You can only find within. You. You are the sea. Your waves are pooled by the moon. Keep your eyes set on shore. Love will get you there soon. But we've got some ways to go. Next page. We are all handling our own internal matters, from conversation with self to full-blown battles. We are human. Our experiences are unique and individualized. 
but we are connected as a collective through our emotions. It has been a wild year. There has been loss upon loss. We get broken down only to be built up again, but with new and thicker skin. Carry your head high and remember to stay grounded. Take a few moments to yourself. Embrace your worth. Gratitude is important, but remember to treat those negative feelings first. Okay, so let's, let's get into that part a little bit. Um, Silk was published in November 2020. So obviously with the pandemic and everything that was going on, it was just a very, very heavy year. And I just, I feel like prior to that, mental health and healing was not on the radar. Like it just was not a big thing. It just was not a hot topic, so to say. But, you know, as we stepped into our solitude and quarantine, we were able to look into that. And a lot of people try to brush off emotions and, you know, focus on the good and whatever toxic positivity. But you can focus on the good all you want. The negative shit is still going to be there. And until you treat it, it's still going to sit there and pile on. The woman I am today. My name is Samantha Sal. My parents escaped Cambodia during the Khmer Rouge era, also known as the Killing Fields or Cambodian Genocide. The Khmer Rouge army was led by Prime Minister Pol Pot and his allies. His mission was to create an agrarian society that would eventually lead the country to communism. Pol Pot's army forced millions of residents from their homes in the city to supposedly work on communal farms. He executed or imprisoned all who dared to resist, anyone that was educated, anyone who sought religion, and unfortunately, the list continues on. Between 1975 to 1979, approximately 2 million victims were executed by the Khmer Rouge. Survivors attempted to flee other countries for refuge. I wish I could say everyone's story was as successful as my family's. My parents made it. The walk from Cambodia to Thailand took more than three months. The trek led them through jungles, streams, creeks, and all. It is still very painful for them to talk about. They were torn from their families and witnessed other families be torn apart as well. I am incredibly grateful. My parents have only shared a slither of the struggles they've endured. I can't begin to fathom what sits in their unwanted memories. I am proud to be their daughter and a first-generation American. They want a chance at a new life in America through a lottery system. Yes, it's exactly how it sounds. Their number was chosen. My mother, who was secretly pregnant at the time, quickly fled the country alongside my father and two sisters. Together, they boarded a plane to Los Angeles, California. I was born a decade later, on November 17th. We lived on Sunset Boulevard and Elysian Park Avenue, a two-bedroom apartment located along the entranceway to Dodger Stadium, the heart of LA. My life has been building up for this moment, this accomplishment. This year has been the year of reflection. I reminisce about childhood walks to the liquor store, 
buying wrist bottles in Echo Park, attending family parties, with karaoke playing nonstop. I reminisce about high school, moving to an out-of-state college, returning home with loans, a mugshot, and what felt like a broken heart. I reflected on my journey through adulthood that led me to my current position. I never thought I'd be a poet. I never thought about writing a book, let alone sharing or publishing my pieces. That just proves that the only limitations you face are the ones you create. We have to stop doubting ourselves, our abilities, and our capabilities. Anything is possible. Just put in the work and believe. Well, I think that's both for itself, but next is about the book. Silk is a physical encapsulation of my journey. These poems were written in real time from ages 18 to 25. I have written about the tug of wars between myself, healing, heartbreak, forgiveness, and so much more. I have mountains to climb on this journey of genuine peace, happiness, acceptance, and self-love. But I am ready. Will you come with me? It's hidden under the covers, immersed in the tears and fear. It's beneath the self-hate, years of negative self-talk, and other people's opinions. It's here. Find it. Embrace it. Create your own fate. Healing is a journey, not a destination. Take your time. Feel it all. Just remember to treat yourself well when you fall. With gentle hands, give yourself time to understand all that your mind demands. You are ever-changing. It's time. Evolve. All right, y'all. Well, that is the introduction. Um, the next episode, I'll be going through the poems. Um, and I'm so excited for that. A lot of y'all know I like to overshare on some things. Um, but I'm going to try my best to use my discretion and still share at the same time. So I'm looking forward to that. But thank you for joining me for this introduction. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.